hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. So this is like the first time ever that we're recording literally the day before an episode is to drop. Um, First off, I just want to say I'm really excited that this Harry and Meghan documentary is coming out tomorrow, literally. I mean, you know, I'm ready for this. I wish you lived here because then we could literally have like a wine party and just argue with each other. It would be great. It would be lovely for our friendship. Oh, 100%. What friendship? It would just Mm. be completely demolished at that point, probably. Probably. Um, Yeah, no, I'm super excited about that. I I feel like it's going to be scathing. Indeed. It is definitely going to be scathing. Yes, yes, yes. I guess we'll have to see. It's a three-part series, right? I thought it was two. I saw in the trailer that it was two. Oh, maybe it's two. I thought I, I know part one drops on Thursday. Unclear when Thursday or is it tomorrow? I think it's Thursday. Oh, Oh, I thought that I thought that you meant like by the time this drops, it'll be tomorrow. (laughs) That's true. Um, But yeah, super. I'm I'm really really excited. Can't wait to see the drama. I feel like Megan is finally like getting her moment, and shit is gonna be cray. It's also hilarious to me seeing people's sentiment. Um, I don't know how I ended up on like royalist lovers version of TikTok, like the community. I I don't know how I ended up there, Uh, but a lot of people are actually really irked by the documentary and are just like, how dare she, like she got away. People are saying that they're, she's manipulating him by using his mother's death to get what she wants. Um, People are saying that she is like absolutely awful and like the fact that she wanted to get away and now she's like seeking this attention with this documentary and I'm over here like, I feel like, I don't necessarily think that she is like the, I, I no, I do think she's the brains behind it. And she said, right, my husband doesn't know this industry this is his mm. first time being involved in anything Hollywood related. So I feel like yeah. to a certain degree, I'm not saying that it wasn't his idea or he didn't go along with it, but I definitely think that she was the one who's kind of like pulling the strings in a lot of it, just just due to the the, the, the the fact that she has the connections. But anyway, we will clearly do an episode on that. Oh, um, yeah. So with that For said, sure next week. Yeah. For sure next week. Like 100% <laughs> we will be recapping it. Don't worry, um, friends. We, we've got you. So with that, I think we should go ahead and jump into yes. this juicy, juicy topic that we have. Um, we've talked yes. about it a little bit over the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks as it's been something that's just really top of mind for everybody. Um, but Balenciaga, fucking chit show. Yeah. Maddie, do you want to give our listeners yeah. some context yeah. about what's going on? Because it seems uh, like there's like a lot. Yes. So a lot has unfolded over the past few weeks. 
Um, you know, for some, this may be old news, but it's almost like every other day now or every week, there's something new that's kind of popping up. Uh, the conspiracy theories have been going wild. Um, as folks know, uh, for some context, Balenciaga came out with a uh, campaign, I think it was their gifts campaign, uh, which featured children in sort of like overly sexualized, kind of like overtly BDSM-y um, campaign images. And so a lot of people spoke out about that. And then there were some other rumors around the Adidas and Balenciaga campaign where some images and certain placement, uh, prop placements were questionable. It's just been kind of one thing after another. People are literally pegging Balenciaga as uh, peddlers of child pornography at this point, depending on where you are on the spectrum. Um, I figured today what okay. would be interesting... Um, since everybody kind of already knows what's going on with the Balenciaga scandal, I figured we'd start going through what I would call some of social media's claims or evidence, um, if as if you will. And I say this because I feel like some things are too much to be a coincidence. I'll give them that. Other data points and other theories and other connections that people are giving um, or bringing to light, I think, are like a stretch. Okay. I'll, I'll just be honest. I think it's a stretch. And so I think I thought it would be interesting for me to kind of pull some of the the, the top things that are floating around. Um, we could kind of go over them, uh, share with our audience via video. I'll be posting the pictures uh, that we're going to be discussing and then kind of giving whether or not we believe that it's you know, an unfortunate mistake or, you know, a conspiracy theory turned reality. Who knows? Um, with that, I think it, it'll it be good for us to kind of go over Exhibit A, Your Honor, and then kind of go through the others. <laughs> All right. Make your case, prosecutor. Oh, my God. First <laughs> off, prosecution. I also want to... The prosecution rests. Uh, no, I also want to preface that we're going to be going into some pretty conspiracy theory land today, which, you know, a lot of our viewers, our brainiacs, if you will, they know that we love a good conspiracy theory, but I think this is going to be our first ever episode where we're actually getting into the nitty gritty of some of these um, assertions, assumptions, insights, uh, data points. Um and where we're either going to be ripping shit apart or being like, ooh, maybe this is making me question things. And I also want to preface that, um, yeah, I, actually, I don't even know what I want to preface. Let's just see how this conversation goes. Let's just see how much hot water we put ourselves Let's into today. Let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. Counsel. So ex- <laughs> we're ready. The jury, if you will. Um, we'll just keep saying legal terms throughout this entire episode. <laughs> Our lawyer friends are going to be like, what the hell is wrong with you two? Uh, so exhibit A. So we have the the gift collection campaign, as we discussed. It was shot by award-winning National Geographic photographer, Gabrielle Gallimberti. Um, and it featured photos of the children holding the handbags, handbags that looked like teddy bears, wearing the leather harnesses and spiked collars. Apparently there were wine glasses near some of the shots. As many of us know, um, Galberti, Galimberti, 
I, I apologize mm-hmm. if I butchered his last name. He spoke out to defend himself and issued a statement that he had no creative control over Balenciaga's shoot. And as a reminder for folks, Balenciaga ended up or attempted to sue the production company yeah. for a $25 million lawsuit. Then like a week later decided to drop it and be like, oh, instead we're going to be giving money to child advocacy groups and learnings and all of that, which I thought was very, very strange because I feel most lawsuits will continue going and simultaneously in parallel, they would be doing the giving money to charity or charitable organizations or advocacy groups. But um, I think this one is interesting because Gallimberti apparently has another uh, shoot that he's very popularized for called Toy Story, where he shoots children with like their favorite toys. Um, and so people were, yeah, yeah, weird, right? But I think for the primary evidence here, it's just that, you know, the photographs were clearly inappropriate, right? Like, do we think that just based off of the campaign alone that Balenciaga is, was it an unfortunate mistake just based off of this evidence? So for our listeners, first of all, um, I just want to highlight that this is the actual campaign. This is the recent campaign that came out, I guess, a week or two yes. ago um, That every that's kind of brought all this shit to light that's kind of made people go down the rabbit hole a little bit. Um, and as I said, I, you know, I, I do think it's, a, it, like, it's inappropriate. I think it's weird that there's like clearly like alcohol and wine glasses and shit like that all over the yeah. place. Um, I think one of the bears was felt a little bit BDSM-y. I felt like the other one though, like I said, if I was just walking past it, like in the store, I don't know that I would have thought, oh, that's a, like a sex bear or like a BDSM thing. It looked to me like yeah. a punk rock bear. That like... So- yeah, I will say that when you watch the runway show, remember that like Balenciaga runway show where literally they were all in mud and they the, were walking through that mud. That pit. like weird. Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the bizarre. one Kanye walked in. Exactly. The one Kanye walked in. Um, so they actually, some of the models were holding those bears. And so in that aspect, definitely not sexual at all. I just, I was like, oh, it's just a weird, bizarre accessory. I thought that the creative choice to use children was strange. Why? Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not discounting that. I'm, I'm simply yeah. saying that like, again, I feel like in general it was, it was in poor form, mm-hmm. but that one bear, like, I feel like I, I didn't, it didn't feel like BDSM land to me. But again, I'm the vanilla prude on the podcast. So what do I know? Um, I think, I I feel like this guy coming out and saying, I don't know, like, what do you think actually? This guy coming out and saying like, look, I didn't have creative control. I just did what I needed to do. Yeah. Don't shoot the messenger kind of thing. Yeah. But do you feel like he, he, should he have said, I'm not doing that? Ooh, that's a good question. Like, should he have been like, no, I don't agree. He, he shoots with children, like the the Toy Story. Um, I don't want to say campaign because it's not a campaign. It's like his his own proprietary um, work that he does. A, a shoot. It's, it's the word. There's another terminology for it. It's <laughs> I basically know, struggling. 
Yeah, it's like the photos that he captures. He has like a, a segment that's dedicated to photographing children with their favorite toys, which I think is like quite innocent. So probably for him, he's used to photographing children, you know. But with like wine bottles and shit floating around? I yeah. don't know. That's that's strange. But again, if you're hired for a job and you come on site mm-hmm. and it's just like a set, like any other set, like you're probably not going to second guess things because you're like, oh, I'm just getting paid, you know? True. Um so I don't, I don't really know. I think he was smart in coming out with his own statement and being like, I'm not the one to be blamed here. Uh, because let's be honest, I feel like Balenciaga is on a rampage right now to pin this on someone within their teams. That isn't on their marketing payroll. <laughs> exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, okay. So what's the verdict here? What does the jury say? If I'm just to go off of like this, here's the thing. Balenciaga as a brand has always been known to do, I think, more scandalous type mm-hmm. shit for their marketing campaigns. And so if I were to go off of just this piece of evidence alone and nothing else, um, I would say it's an unfortunate mistake. Somebody needs to get slapped on the wrist and they should never be able to utilize children again in the future. Agreed. But that's just, once again, based off of this piece of evidence. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. But I also, again, I still feel like, I I think the, uh, yeah, like Balenciaga not just taking kind of accountability for it. Like somebody somewhere, just show us who signed off on this campaign. Like that's the person um, that needs to to kind of take the fall. I think the fact that they dropped the $25 million lawsuit means that they they know they don't stand a chance. Yeah. So, so the one, there is another addition, but I don't know if we want to discuss it now or later in the episode, but uh, mm-hmm. I think Demina or Gemina, basically the creative director for that shoot came out publicly and said, basically apologizing uh, for having done whatever it is that they did and like the oversight of it all. Um, so I think they're trying to pin it on the creative director, which he is the one who needed to sign off on exactly. the placements, the set, all of that. So if it were to be on anyone, it's it's on him. And it sounds like he's taking accountability. I yeah, I again I uh, fake mm, accountability. I don't think any any well, of them care. They just don't want to get canceled because it affects the bottom line. Yeah. But right. they're losing so many brand deals. Or uh, partnerships, oh, excuse me. Hundred percent. Oh my god. So the damage I feel is kind of done. Yeah, and a lot of celebrities, well, not a lot, actually. I'm actually very surprised at the lack of celebrities that are coming out and denouncing Balenciaga. Like, I feel like it takes a lot less for people, especially in celebrity world and Hollywood, to come out and be like, we're not fucking with this brand, or we're not fucking with this, or fucking with that. And it just seems so strange to me that not many folks are doing that. I think the only celebrity I have seen who has done it was Bethany Frankel. And, like, that's, like a borderline case for celebrity. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do love her. Um, I love her too, but you know, yeah. it's not like, you're not having like Brad Pitt or like Angelina Jolie. You know what I mean? Like these high movie star, A-list celebrities coming out and, you know, denouncing the brand. So I thought that was also very strange. Yeah. I know like, uh, didn't Bella Hadid say like she's supportive of them? Yeah. I thought she did. Or at least from what I remember. But Kim cut ties um, with them. And I mean, once uh, Kim... No, I, I heard she that said she, she's reevaluating. I thought she came out and and formally I did not renew formal. her new contract. 
Oh, I didn't know that. That would be interesting if that's actually true. Yeah. Um, I know Nicole Kidman shortly after this decided to like post her pictures that she did for the Balenciaga campaign <laughs> shortly after this scandal, which I was like, why would you do that? Um, so yeah, so I feel like the response to this has been strange. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm unsure of what to say. I feel like Kim only came out and said anything because mm-hmm. of pressure. Oh, 100%. And I feel like nobody else is necessarily getting that besides Bella Hadid who stood by her, her grounds. Um, okay, what, what else? What's next okay. on the what exhibit do you have to present exhibit to the jury? Exhibit B, Your Honor. Um, I give you. So there were a multitude of strange props that were used across... Uh, specifically, I think it was two campaigns. One was the gift campaign, as we as we discussed earlier. Uh, but the second was the guard robe campaign, which featured sort of an office theme. And this one was not shot by Gallimberti. It was shot by someone else. Uh, and it included a photo with a page from a Supreme Court ruling, United States versus Williams, in the background. And mind you, this was a... Um, Basically, it was a purse on top of a desk, and there was like a whole bunch of papers there. And the one specific paper that was on this desk that could be visibly re- be read referred to this Supreme Court case. And the ruling um, essentially was focused around the promotion of uh, child pornography and whether or not it was, you know, illegal or legal. Um, but basically, the court did rule that it was per- that it was not protected under freedom of speech. But it did, oh God, I hope does. Not go through um, virtual child pornography stuff. Um, So that just seemed, once again, very strange that you would make that sort of be the one paper that was visible, kind of contributing once again to the concept of child exploitation, right? Uh, So that's number one, right? Then there's this... Another another one. The third was another office image. There are several books on the desk... And one of them is a white book by a Belgian artist by the name of Michael Bormans. Now, that book, the one that was referenced or utilized as a prop, was called The Badger's Song. Um, and, in, and in that book in particular, it features some eerie and haunting images like a children, like a child covered in blood, a naked boy with a severed arm, a black-robed child holding a flaming severed leg, to name a few. And he's also the author of the book Fire from the Sun, which is a book that depicts graphically, like it's 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 quite disturbing, the images that are in that book that depict child exploitation. So once again, just like another data point of why are these specific props being utilized that refer to child exploitation? Has Valencia come out and said anything about any of this? No, right? They just said it. we're going to look into this, do an investigation. That was it. But nothing about these specific prop uses. I just don't. Here's the thing. Do it once. Okay. Like the Supreme Court thing. Okay, maybe. But then the book thing kind of, it's almost like a compounding effect for me of like, it just seems very sus to me that as an industry that, focuses on perfection and having specific props there for a reason that there would be so many things related to child exploitation but, but that were a- utilized across yeah, the board. Yeah, That's but do you actually weird. think that like somebody was like, oh, great idea. Let me leave little Easter eggs that I'm like a child, you know, 
whatever. I don't want to say things because I feel like it's like I don't even want to put that out there. But I don't know. That just feels like so fucking stupid to me that I I, I don't think that that makes sense in my head. Okay. Like, well, then explain to me tr- why would those things be? But it can't be an unfortunate mistake at this point. Like I don't think it could be an unfortunate mistake at this point. But I don't. I mean, so so what is the assumption? Is that th- that they're encouraging child pornography? Is it so? Some like, people are saying there's like a multitude abuse? of beliefs here. I don't necessarily know what it is that I believe in regards to this. I just think that it's it's it irks me, like the fact that it's becoming one thing after another. I think it's just irksome. But some people are saying that part of the process here is to desensitize people to the concept of child sexualization. That's number one. Um, There's another portion that believes that it's sort of like an inside joke. As you know, there's like several conspiracy theories around Hollywood elite um, and sort of pedophile rings. I mean, it actually isn't much of a conspiracy anymore because of Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. Like, let's be real. We can do like a whole episode on that, but... um, Maybe we should. I do... Huh? Maybe we should. (laughs) Maybe we should actually. Um, I think that is it possible that like maybe somebody did leave these as an Easter egg, kind of you know knowing that there's sort of a, a small group of folks within this industry or within this space of celebrity that um, are into that type of stuff. Potentially, do we I know, know if do we know if the same creative director or somebody that was on the team? Was it the same person for both of these campaigns? I think so, but I'll have to double check on that. But I I believe that they are. Which, once again... But here's the other thing, And is he like a fucking creep? Such a good question. Um, I went on his Instagram um, just to, like, kind of, you know, scope this guy out. Uh, He's just like an artist, like a creative director. Um, It just seems... Yeah. I don't know if he's a creep. If somebody knows, please let us know. That'd be great. If you know him, if you've hung out with him, if you've been on a shoot with him, um, it would be good to know. Uh, I also think, you know, I, I didn't I didn't get to the third and final aspect of Exhibit B. There's still okay. another, another lovely little thing to add on to this. And I referred to this, I think, um, in our BBQs, I can't remember, I think it was earlier this week, where there is in one of the images from the office campaign uh, where there's a framed degree for a John Philip Fisher. And uh, this gentleman, it's like a framed degree, right, in in the photo. Uh, and it basically this man was charged with seven counts of sexual misconduct and was convicted in 2018 for molesting his granddaughter from the age of 14 up until 16. <clears throat> so, once again, this is what I mean by... <laughs> It is very strange that there are these Easter eggs throughout a multitude. I mean, this yeah. is also from like the same shoot. You know what I mean? Like, it it's weird. It's weird. I just like, I, again, I just don't understand. I don't think like, that that's an unfortunate mistake anymore. First of all, the fucking internet. Nothing gets past people on the internet. Everything gets yeah, past me yeah. because I'm just like a do to do over here. But like, nothing gets past people on this inter- on the internet anymore. Like, did you not think that people were going to catch on to this at some point? Did you want to be caught? Like. I, I guess like, again, I just really struggle with, and I'm just naive sometimes. I'm, I'm learning this as I get older. I'm just super naive. Like, do, do people, like, what is the motivation? Like, what did you want to get out of this? Like, that's what I just, I don't 
get. It's kind of like when serial killers um, it's almost like like leave that, like a that calling card. Satis- exactly. I think it's the same thing of like getting a sick satisfaction that they're doing it under people's noses. You know what I mean? Knowing that they're getting away with it. I, I, that's oh like in my mind what I would um, compare it to. But I don't know. I, I like, but like in such plain sight. And how long? So this is the the office campaign. When was that? I think it was this year. So this is like a newer trend that we're seeing. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like I need to put on like my PI hat and do a deep dive into all of this after this podcast because I didn't realize there was so much but now I want to know like was is his creative director if it is the same one for all the campaigns is he new when did he join or did he like just get promoted you know is there something else I I feel like the internet would tell us if this has happened in the past I'm sure someone else has done this deep dive but you know what I mean girl so all you have to do is go on TikTok and (laughs) let me tell you what TikTok has done to this fucking country literally the people who are great PIs or have developed that skill set for investigating, you let them loose out in the world. <laughs> the shit that like society as a whole starts to accumulate. <laughs> when we get focused as a society, oh, the things that we can find. Um, yeah, I mean, some of it I feel like is very deep down a rabbit hole that I just my brain can't compute or mm-hmm. feels like I can't live in a world that's that evil, so I I can't listen to some of these people or believe so deeply in what they believe in. But, you know, some of the information, though, is useful, I will say. Because, like, I don't think any of this would have come out unless people were utilizing social media. Well, I don't think people necessarily, like, there was such a focus on, you know, fashion campaigns and in, in, in day-to-day life. Like, sure, if you went and you bought, like, a, a Vogue or a magazine or you sought it out, that's one thing. But now it's in your it's yeah. in your face. It's literally yeah. marketing to consumers on a day-to-day basis. But, um, and then you have, like, fucking idiots like me that just are like, oh, punk rock bear. So, okay, there's one more, I think, photo right? Where there's a lot of different things that are going on in it. Can you explain a little more about that? Yes. So this is, we're going to be going down a deeper rabbit hole. And I just want to preface that this is other people bringing this stuff to light. Now, do I think that some of this is a stretch? Could very much well be, right? Okay. My whole thing is just bringing you the evidence and the data points (laughs) from people and y'all make your own conclusions here. Okay. So some people are saying that the gifts campaign, part of it wasn't just the BDSM bears and the overt sexualization of children, but there's also satanic imagery that's being shared. And so there's one particular image where you have a child who's in the middle, the room is a mess, there's drawings mm. everywhere behind him. Um, there's one chair that's wrapped in that like Balenciaga caution tape. Remember when like Lizzo and Kim had that like Balenciaga like 
wrap like tape, around tape them, dress like that tape. they couldn't walk in. Yeah, exactly. Um, so basically they've wrapped a chair and then they leave a roll of that tape on the floor, right? Okay. So not only do they have the BDSM bear that's in that image on one far corner, mm-hmm. they also have behind this kid, supposedly there's a picture or a drawing of what looks to be Satan, a demon, I don't know. You make your own assumptions. You can you can kind of like zoom in and 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 see for yourself what you think. I mean, um, the thing for me about this image that I thought was very very strange was the uh, the roll of tape, the Balenciaga roll of tape that is on the floor. Now, if you look at the roll of tape, it's Balenciaga, but instead of one A, it's two A's. So Balenciaga. I was like, that's kind of strange. And I remember thinking that when the news first broke because you know that I'm into like the witchy shit and I'd heard the name Ball before and supposedly it's like a like a demon or some sort of thing out there. But like I didn't really know. I was like I was like, oh that's just like so weird. Like why would they miss like write, you know, like mistype their their okay. brand name, right? Like it's so strange. And so people went down the rabbit hole as per they usual. do. Per usual. And if you actually take the spelling of Balenciaga with the two A's as they left <laughs> it on that tape, on that roll of tape, Ball Yaga, which is an Italian brand, Italian, Italian gets its roots from Latin, Ball Yaga, and you can look at this via Google Translate if you so desire, translates to Ball is King. Okay. And who was Ball? Ball, when you dig in deeper, is basically a um, ancient fertility god that was believed um, to exist, uh, in particular during the reign of the Canaanites, uh, which was basically like in the Syrian-Palestinian region between 3000 and 300 BCE. Um, and apparently children were sacrificed to this god. So this is where things kind of go off the deep end, I, I will admit. Mm-hmm. But but what do you think? So Okay, so I was looking at this photo, and we'll share this on our socials and in the video for our listeners yeah. to make your own assumption. I actually, I was trying to find the B-A-A-L tape, and it looks like it says Balenciaga to me. I think that that's a B. It's an A. It looks like it's a, an a B. It's an A. It's an A. Literally zoom in. It's I, an A. I'm zoomed in as much as I can. It's an A. It's definitely an A. Especially when you look at what the B looks like on the, the chair. It's like in, like it's distinguishable. I, I this is some fucked up shit. I mean <laughs> Okay. It's just it's kind of weird because it's like if you become a conspiracy theorist and actually take this as a data point, it's like that's like fucking weird because you're like, how can it it's just evil. You know what I mean? Like it's just I, if I believe this, how deep could the rabbit hole go? Yes. And like how ugly is this really? You know? Like I think that's where this gets very strange. Because it's like, I'm seeing the ball there. I can understand what people are telling me about this as a data point. And the data point is clearly telling the narrative or telling the story here that this is not good, at least from the perspective of, you know, 
especially in like a child oriented shoot. Um, yeah, it just doesn't feel good to me. So, um, uh, the, the history of Balenciaga. So it looks like Cristobal Balenciaga Mm -hmm. was the like founder Mm -hmm. and he was a Spanish designer. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, Spanish. No, it's it's also Latin. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's all, um, all romantic uh, languages. It doesn't say where he got the name from, or I guess it's his name. But where's the name from? Well, that, I don't know. But but if it's his name, I'm saying. I don't know if it's actually his name. I need to look into this further. But I I don't know, Maddie. This is sounding a little, a little fucking crazy. Right? And it looks I like know. a B to me. I need to, I, I, I'm zooming in as much as I possibly can. Yeah. But I, I, this, this seems like people have a lot of time on their hands <laughs> and want to find something where something maybe is not. Fair. I will give that, you that. That's my, that is my take on the situation. Yeah. I mean, for me, I don't, when people are saying that this image in particular exudes satanic imagery, I don't see it. The one thing exudes that got me Exudes satanic though, imagery? Are you I fucking know. kidding me? Also, that thing in the background, it literally is like a person with orange skin. It's an Oompa Loompa. It's, well, it's actually, it just... might be Trump, actually. <laughs> Girl, you crazy. Um, I will say the one thing that did get me here was the tape. And that's because I explicitly see the two A's. Um, and I was like, that is just so strange that they would like misspell their name. Like, why would they intentionally do that? And once again, it just felt like another Easter egg. Um, but I, I can totally also see why this is like a very slippery slope and like very crazy as well. So I'll give you that. Yeah, I, I I don't see it. I I don't see it. Okay. So I the really next don't. one. Well, okay, let's let's go into this this next theory from oh God, people. There's something else? And this one oh, there is something else. But Jesus. this one is a little wild. This one is actually really, really, really wild. And I haven't quite processed how I feel about it. I think okay. it's a bit of a stretch, but who knows? So I'm gonna give it to you and let's hear your thoughts. So, um, there is a woman by the name of Rachel Chandler who basically owns a modeling agency that, uh, casts for Balenciaga shoots and runway shows. Okay. Um, and this woman apparently has connections to Epstein Island, um, and it has come out that this woman in particular has flaunted that she has been to Epstein's Island um, and has been shown in pictures of celebrities who have also made visits to Epstein's Island. And for those who don't know, Jeffrey Epstein, um, I mean... If you don't know, do get the even, fuck out. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Um, basically, very, very bad dude. Lots of just pedophilia, sex trafficking. Like, I I don't even want to get into it because it's exceptionally dark. Um, also, I'm pretty sure someone killed him because they just didn't want names to get out. Mm-hmm. Also very weird that the Glenn Maxwell case happened and we didn't get the roster of people. Like, it wasn't made public of who was actually involved there because I'm pretty sure lots of high-level people were involved. Oh, yeah. Um, but they don't, you know, they don't want that information out. And so uh, this woman has connections to people who are assumed to have been frequent visitors of Epstein's Island. Um, and so people are saying that because of her involvement 
involvement with Balenciaga um, and because she has been known to have a connection to Epstein Island and celebrities that have visited Epstein Island, um, that this is sort of another data point that Balenciaga has had awful, evil connections and they have been accepting of, you know, child exploitation. I, I, okay. Do I think that that connection with this Rachel Chandler chick and Balenciaga, maybe that's just poor, like poor business partners or practices on their part. I don't think that it has anything to do with like this whole conspiracy. Yes, but it does speak to, I think, a larger issue of like how- Their ethics as a company. Their ethics as a company. And I think also just, yeah, the fact that like this was never seen as like a massive deal before and it's only because of this campaign where it's visibly in people's faces that they're like, what the fuck is this? That all of a sudden it is now being brought to light. Yeah, I mean, for for sure. But it's not that far-fetched to me to have a modeling agent you know, associating with the people that frequented Epstein Island. That makes sense. I don't think that that... What, makes no, sense no. In, in what way? It makes sense in the sense <laughs> like, that like, it makes sense in the sense that somebody who has access to young, beautiful people, women... Oh, yeah. Like, would have access to yeah, yeah. Epstein Island is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that that's that Balenciaga should be working with this woman. I'm just saying that's no. not that far-fetched to me. I, I don't doubt that for a second. Um, yeah. I think, I, I don't know if that correlates to these particular campaigns. I think that there's a bigger issue with whatever agency is employing this woman that or whoever's partnering with her. I think that's problematic for very obvious oh, reasons. But yeah. no, I don't think that like she's over here casting children and then trafficking them like I, I i fucking hope to god not i don't know but then again like well you know what what i said the other day was like where the hell are the parents and all this like why are the parents not outraged and like letting their kids right. and i'm not saying that it's their ownership and do i think it's fucked up yes anything to do with child abuse trafficking exploitation what is 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 terrible Heinous. so much so that again yeah. i feel like i like can't even process what that means in my head but I, I I like again like at what point is the is the is the adult that is theoretically bringing these children to the shoot mm-hmm. signing their whatever it is their waivers their releases collecting yeah. their paychecks on behalf of the kids like at what yeah. point do are, are are they supposed to do their job for the kid 100% no I I agree with you so that's I think, that's, I think where I'm like struggling a little bit I also think what um, is fascinating about this too is, uh, or what I've actually loved about social media is that people are blurring out the kids' faces when they're sharing these images, which I really appreciate of like, we're not going to continue to spread their face in this way, Um, even though they are trying to make a point of showcasing the visuals to showcase the I don't know, the evidence that they want to showcase. So I've appreciated that, that people are kind of doing their due diligence. It makes me have faith in society somewhat (laughs) of like people actually care about these kids that they're like, well, if, you know, if this image is going to get spread around, we might as well protect the children. So I thought that was really, really well done on our part as humans in the world. (laughs) Uh, I will say though, to end all of this, my one question to you is like, 
now that you've kind of gone through all of this, through some of the crazy and some of the more like mm, sus yet somewhat believable evidence, where's your head at right now? I think, I think Balenciaga, they're stupid. I, and, and, and again, I'm not sure. I don't know if all of this is correlated. I don't know if all of this is like legit. I hope that it's an honest mistake to your Mm -hmm. point. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Right. So it, it, it does seem far fetched that this would be an accident of the same. Yeah. There's a theme. It is thematic, but Mm -hmm. I, I, I think it's, I think people are also looking for things where things maybe don't actually exist for sure. And this whole modeling agent thing, again, I think they should probably just rethink who they do business with, but I, Mm -hmm. yeah. What are people calling for though? Is it like Balenciaga shut down? Is it apologize? Is it don't ever work with kids again? Is it, we want an investigation done to make sure that they're not trafficking children. Like what, what is it? What is the I think it's a multitude of things. I think one is people really want to start looking at how brands are utilizing children in their, their advertising and how child exploitation needs to end entirely right? Within these sort of media styles or media uh, formats. Uh, Number two is a lot of people are calling for the brand to be canceled and not just the brand. They want the actual uh, parent company to end, which is I believe called Curing. And they also own Yves Saint Laurent and some, another brand as well. I can't remember if it was Gucci or something else. Um, They think that the CEO of that company should just step down or like, Exactly. Like, how can you allow for this to kind of happen? Um, I think other people are utilizing this as a nudge towards more severe conspiracy theories around, (laughs) you know, Jeffrey's, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's island isn't the only thing that's going on. Like, there's still like a larger sex trafficking circle within these um, societies. But we, but I feel like that's true. I don't think we needed Balenciaga to post a photo of a... Yes. Yes. And so I think the bigger call to action here from people is that like we know that these elites are still there and we know that they're still trafficking children and exploiting children and we want it to end. Yeah. Um, because I think what's wild is that the Glenn Maxwell case came and went and... It was like so quiet. The public. Yeah. And also, can we please all admit that Jeffrey Epstein was killed? Like... We can yeah. all agree that something happened to him. <laughs> like I thought in that, that everybody, I thought that, that was the consensus. I mean, that's not the official yeah. and record. Like, nobody has reacted to that. Like, can can we all just come to the conclusion uh, well, that someone is hiding something? And well, I think like, a lot of people want to believe, like, oh, the bad guy's gone now, and so it's like a relief for them. So it's like an exhale moment. And not really. It's like he was killed because they knew that he was going to come out. And be I know, but I'm saying I think a lot of people, you know, what I mean? uh, yeah, but I think a lot of people would rather just like bury their heads in the sand and be like, oh, he's gone. You know, ding dong, the witch is dead. We can all move on. Which is interesting because now it's like you have this whole Balenciaga thing and that's not the case because now people want blood, which is weird, right? Like, yeah. clearly somebody was doing a cover up and killed a man. Like, that didn't really get as much of a reaction as this is. Yeah. But this is more, I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say this is more pop culture, but is it? Um, anyway, I think yeah. where there's 
like where there's fire, there's smoke, but I don't think that there's like lava in this situation. Wait, where there's fire, there's smoke, or when there's smoke, Wait, where there's, there's fire. smoke, there's fire. Oh my god. <laughs> Why can't I fucking talk anymore? I, I think I need to rethink like having a podcast because I don't speak. Wait, where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> you know, I think I'm just going to start late. saying where I there's fire, it. there's smoke. That's what I'm, I'm just going to start saying that. That's that's my new tagline. Where there's fire, there's smoke. Um, yeah, Love but I don't necessarily yes. think that there's like, there's not lava necessarily in this particular situation. That's where I'm coming at it. What is your take? Yeah. I, I think... You know, as people get more worked up about this and start making connections and far outreaches um, to what evil is, you know, lurking beneath, right, or what monsters are really in the closet, <laughs> um, it's it's hard to look at all of this and to be like, what's crazy and what's not, because I never in a million years would have thought that there's like an elite pedophile ring and you know, we saw the fall of Jeffrey Epstein in front of our eyes, you know, our generation yeah. did. And so um, I just, I really want to be the type of person who could bury my head in the sand and be like, you know, this is just an unfortunate mistake and everything will be better and they'll do better. And, you yeah. know, like everyone's a good person and nobody would want to intentionally hurt children um, and exploit them. But the reality is, is like, the world is an awful place and we've kind of seen time again in and out of how, you know, how evil things can get. Um, and, you know, to your point where there's smoke, there's fire, but I don't think that there's lava <laughs> there's either. Fire, there's smoke. There's smoke. <laughs> I don't think that there's lava either, but I do think that like this is kind of alarming in that, you know, I'm a data person. You know this. When we were working together, I was the the little Excel sheet, Google sheet, like, analytics, like love my data, love using data to tell a story. And the data is telling a very uh, interesting story right now. And I think it is having a compounded effect. Yes, it, but it's data, but it's also like the data hygiene isn't perfect is all I'm going to say. Oh, 100% data hygiene is not perfect. So, um, so. But I will say it is... I just, I just, there's a part of me that just wants this all to disappear so, so that I can believe that we still live in a perfect world. Um, I don't think that this <laughs> is an unfortunate mistake anymore. I will say though, I loved your analogy where there's smoke, there's fire, but I don't think there's lava. So I'm going to end it right. on that. God. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you think? We're, I'm interested now to see what the general population thinks outside of conspiracy talk or whatever it's called. Um, but yeah, we're super excited for the um, the Royal documentary or docu-series oh, that's, that's, uh, that's dropping. So stay tuned yes. for our thoughts on that and uh, we'll see you mm -hmm. next week. See you all next week. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next spin on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic in the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later.